0: Just have to ride this bit out.
1: Just have to ride all the bits out. You try to
0: stop them, it only makes them stronger. It's been such a long time. Think I should Hi, everybody. Uh welcome to I think you'd be into it. The podcast about your problematic faves uh, for the first time in a good little while. And right away, I've already fucked up the tagline. It's now just the podcast about your faves. I'm your host, Brandon Beck. <sighs> That's
1: all right. I forgot to be recording my audio until like halfway through that definitely really good bit. Oh,
0: hey, same. <laughs>
1: cool.
0: We're definitely killing
1: it. Yeah. We're killing it. We are also recording this on 420, but we're also killing it. Uh, hi, I'm your <laughs> other host, Beth Scorzato. And uh, we are joined today by the very lovely Erin Bounds.
2: Hello, my name is Erin Nicole Bounds, and this is not how I normally sound. It's not? That's all right. Sorry, uh, uh, yeah.
0: Because for as long (laughs) as I've known you, you've talked like a chimney sweep.
2: Yeah, it's the old Dick Van Dyke. Watched a lot of Mary Poppins growing up, uh...
0: Oh, blimey, it is. Why, oh, let me grab me broom. Uh, you may know Erin from her work at the Pack Theater, where she's a member of the sketch team Detention, who are a great team. Um, if you haven't seen them, you should check them out. It's like all of our faves, and, like, half the team is past guests of this show.
2: <laughs> hey, if I can sneak a plug in, we've got a show coming up on the Pack's Twitch channel this Sunday at 10 p.m., Tune in.
1: I think that'll be yesterday when this comes out. (laughs) You know what?
2: Well, maybe we'll stream. You can watch it later. Is that the thing? I think so. Yeah. We're all all still figuring it out in this uh
0: strange new world. Yeah, how you uh how, how are you how are you holding up with uh we're 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 releasing this first episode in the thick of the quarantine.
2: Right, about a month in, about a month ago. Week six, baby. Rolling through. it's. Um, I think I'm doing pretty good. I've been adapting, I think, as we all are being forced to. Uh, a lot of uh, pros, a lot of cons. I work on the west side, and I'm still working full time, but now I don't have to drive to the west side. Oh, that's So cool. that's nice.
1: That's pretty nice, although it only takes 10 minutes to get there right now.
2: Right, so if there was any time to... But I'm like, uh, you know, I feel like I've got all of those hours back from just sitting
0: in traffic. Yeah, it's been bonkers how quickly you can get anywhere these days. say those
1: of you not from LA, I know there's like a lot of jokes about traffic in LA, but also it's very
0: real. Yeah, it's true.
1: (laughs) And you just live with it. It just becomes a part of your life. You have to know that it's going to take you a minimum of 30 minutes to get anywhere, even possibly four blocks. So you just... Put that into your schedule, because if you get angry about it, then you're just angry all the time. <laughs> right. That's what I'm worried
2: about is is if it goes back to a uh, some form of normal at some point, I'm suddenly going to have to be like getting up earlier to get up for my like morning calls, which
0: I currently still take from bed. Hell yeah, Hell yeah. I'm like, oh <laughs> yeah, no
2: up. I've been home. up for hours. Yeah.
0: I haven't set an alarm in about a month.
2: I
1: set a 420 alarm and then I hit snooze baby oh, yeah. 420 all month all right so getting back into the format of the show that I definitely remember mm. we start at the top of the show with a thing we're into this week um pretty usual I'm unprepared Brandon you go
0: ah I'm glad you asked So, no, mine's actually not a weird one or an elaborate one this time. It's the Final Fantasy VII remake. Justify that. uh, Which I'm about thirty something hours into because of quarantine and because I got laid off. And it's it's really it it's a really good game on its own. It's a really good update of the original game. Uh, which came out in nineteen ninety six or seven. Um, the combat is great. It's so fucking horny. Uh, there's a guy who bounces around on a dick shaped motorcycle. Um, did you say wait, did you say corny or horny? Oh, no, I said horny horny. I he said, said horny. horny.
2: Okay, okay. I yeah. assumed yeah. I misheard you, uh, nope, but wow. I did not.
0: No. Yeah, no. This and for the no reason
1: I would argue, Brandon, that Final Fantasy VII is actually both weird and elaborate.
0: <laughs> that is true. In that in that case, you are correct. Shame on me. All
1: right. Um, but yeah,
0: it's it's re- it's real good. Um, if you've either never played the original game, it's a cool intro to what was kind of the Western introduction to JRPGs on a larger scale um and it's also like it's really fascinating if you've played the original and sort of know what it's doing and what it's subverting and you know it's 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 worth your time if you're interested in gaming history at all all
2: right sure. i am not that's but- fine you know, lots of people are. Oh, yeah. Probably.
0: I've been texting friend of the show and fellow Sketch That Tune go-go dancer Alex Vaughn about it for about two weeks now.
2: Oh, Alex Vaughn. Yeah. My favorite go-go guy uh, from my favorite show, Sketch That Tune. And I'm the other go-go on that show. Yes, you are. For that, anyone who didn't know.
0: That is one of my favorite shows in town. It's so good.
2: I love it so much. Such a great format to showcase the talent, you know the musical talent around you've
0: done it a lot yeah like half of the songs i've written i've written because i was booked on that show and needed a song
1: <laughs> yeah you're great you're always great on it
0: oh thank you as are you
1: nicole do you have any uh do you have anything you're into this week or am i going to have to go i i've got
2: one uh Hell yeah i do been it, getting, i've been getting a lot of like stuff in the mail from friends like postcards and like little like mementos and pa- i think because people are One, like, looking for new ways to communicate with each other and also have more time on their hands. Um, But I've gotten, like, I got a little care package from my mom. I got one from my old roommate with some, like, pictures from when we used to have our Friday night squad game night. And then I got another super cool thing from one of my Denver friends, um, sent a package God damn it. What I can't remember off the top of my head what it was called.
0: If it's just Maybe mushrooms, just it right you here. can say mushrooms. We know that's all that comes from Denver. It's like no,
2: no. get a smile, get sweet Diggs, California.com. So it's this like program where you send somebody a package and they're supposed to use the code and it's like a just, you know, a random like gift. She sent me a succulent. She didn't oh. know how obsessed I am with succulents, but she sent me a succulent in the mail and so now I'm going to pay it forward by sending somebody else a surprise little gift.
0: Oh, Who knows, shoot. maybe
2: it'll be you guys. Who knows, maybe. Mm-hmm. But also I think it's important to support, you know, the USPS. I heard they could use our help. So if you guys are interested in sending postcards, go get some stamps. Uh, send some, send your friends, you know, get pen, Get
1: a pen pal. Now. Yeah. the time.
0: Yeah, by the by, the time this comes out, we might have had to switch to like a uh, privatized carrier pigeon system.
1: One one whole week later,
0: things are moving yeah, fast one these week. days.
1: Go oh, get those stamps, people. Go get them now. Yeah. get cooler ones than I got. This is all that they. Had okay, left.
0: Beth. Enough dilly dallying. Your turn.
1: Uh, I remember it. I remember what it was. Uh, so on the recommendation, the facebook post recommendation of actually all of our mutual friend Alyssa phillips um i went and watched soap dish on amazon prime and it is maybe the most 1990 movie i've ever seen in my entire life (laughs) i mean it's soap dish and it, it is from 1990 but like everything about it's like robert downey jr at the height of drugs uh, Sally Fields as an aging soap opera actress and Kevin Klein as like her ex-lover. Whoopi Goldberg is there as the head writer for some reason. Carrie Fisher has a cameo, but she's like not credited in any of the opening credits. But it also has like an opening credits like art thing going on. And then it ends with like they essentially defeat the villain with gay panic. It's oh my god. It's the most nineteen nineties ass thing I've ever seen in my life. And I don't know if it was good, but it was really fun. And apparently, uh, yeah, you can watch it on Amazon Prime. That's my cool. thing. Have to check it out. So that's <laughs> my thing. But we're here to talk today about your thing, which is humanitarianism and the volunteer work you do. Yeah, and actually, I think uh, because
2: Hooks recommended that I talk a little bit about do-it-yourself humanitarianism, and you know how you can kind of do things on your own and organize and. Yeah, Get people involved.
1: Uh, yeah, tell us about the care kits.
2: So uh, I guess this started a uh, couple years ago on Thanksgiving, uh, but me and my friend, you guys know C.K. Kimball.
1: Future uh, guest. Yeah, she's also doing yeah. an episode up.
2: Oh, Love her so much. She's truly soul sister, moon mama, a great just person to know.
0: Oh yeah, she's amazing.
2: Uh, but one Thanksgiving, we were kind of, like, uh, thinking about how we didn't have, like, family here, and we're, should we, like, organize a Friendsgiving? And we're kind of like, well, what about, you know, people who don't have, like, families to, like, do those family meal with kind of thing during the holidays? Like, what if we organize? And just, like, told some people we were doing it and got a bunch of people to, like, kind of chip in, if not by donating... Um, money for supplies than donating actual supplies uh, time by, you know, helping assemble the care kits or, you know, helping distribute them to people in the community. Uh, But we got 60 care kits made and the whole thing went so well and so many people ended up pitching in that we didn't expect, you know, like it was kind of like a here's this thing we're doing and if you want to help you can and so many people were interested in helping. That we were like, well, we should do this again, like might as well, Um, but wanted to just see if we could enhance it a bit, you know. Um, So when Valentine's Day was coming up, we were were like, let's see if we can do 120 for Valentine's Day. And, you know, people turned out and it was really easy to get 120 care kits assembled uh, and then distributed on Valentine's Day. And so we, we did that. And then we were like, we've got to keep this going because it's such a cool thing to do, you know, um, take a holiday that's kind of meant for love and turn that to, instead of being like towards a partner or whatever, like turn it towards your community. Get people together on the day that Mm -hmm. sometimes is Mm -hmm. like, oh, what if, what if I don't have someone to love me well to go like, well, I'm going to give my love to, you know, somebody else who might need it. our whole community is so supportive. Um, It just makes us want to keep doing it. So we did it this year and we got 240 care kits assembled. We, you know, we post about it in you know, like neighborhood groups and got complete strangers were like wanting to come and drop supplies at my house. Met a few new friends that were like, I don't have, you know, anything to give, but I can, I would love to come help assemble or distribute. I met, you know, a few new friends that I'd, Never met before but came to my house and spent hours like putting together care kits, you know? It's like really cool to see people wanna help and just, you know, give them an outlet to do that.
0: <laughs> yeah, totally. That's awesome. That's but
2: beautiful. it's one of those things that like I could never ever on my own get two hundred and forty like I don't have the money. I don't have, you know, the the hands, you know, it takes a lot of but I have the ability to or always been pretty good at is just going like hey, well because that's what I think sometimes holds people back is just like the fear of you know like the birthday party fear what if I invite mm-hmm. everyone to my birthday party and then nobody shows up mm-hmm. well all you have yeah. to do is ask you know it's never going to happen if you don't ask and sometimes you that's just gotta awesome.
1: put it put it out there and see what happens and people were able to either donate money or like goods I, one of the
2: coolest stories, one of my new friends that I met this year, Carly Rose, um, I posted about I shared the event in uh, the Silver Lake Echo Park, Los Feliz neighborhood group. I was like, hey, I, you know I've got this event if anyone's in the neighborhood and wants to stop by or has anything to you know donate. Um, she talked about the event at her work and her boss donated a $500 check to go get supplies to fill in the gaps of stuff that we still needed. And then donated like $250 worth of McDonald's gift cards. And we spent another day completely separate from that just going around and like giving people at encampments near McDonald's, like gift cards to McDonald's,
1: mm-hmm.
2: which was really fucking awesome because it was yeah. like a complete stranger that I'd never would have, you know, you know, some boss who, I don't know, I don't even know the person's yeah. name, but they donated a fuck ton of money just because they saw a worthy cause and were like, that's something I'd like to help out with. And it makes other um, people want to give to see people, you know, giving. And that's, I think, how, that's how I'm still going. That's how, you yeah. know, you make an event. And even though it's,
1: am I rambling? Cut me off. No, no, no. Gotta, you told oh, no. no, it's great. I was going to say, though, um, what, I know that now you're also, during the pandemic, work with some house reclamation projects you guys know when the pandemic like
2: started um, There's a lot of hoarding going on
1: mm-hmm. um,
2: It was really hard to find like disinfectant stuff and like toilet paper and bread and pasta and like everyone was like got scared and When you get scared you you know You think about yourself first. Like what do I need to do to see- be safe? And what are the things I need? Um, and so I, you know, I was kind of thinking, like, what if I organize a blanket and jacket drive, you know, whatever, um, and just did the same thing, like made an event and like invited people to donate blankets because it was rainy at the beginning of the pandemic um, and just made it like an event for over the weekend. But a mm-hmm. lot of people started donating all the stuff. And so I was collecting stuff and because we're all still trying to figure out Uh, how the virus works and stuff was like trying to be very meticulous about making sure everything was washed or cleaned or new. If people wanted to donate money, like for socks, like it'd be new, whatever socks. But like in getting all this stuff, I've also been like following a lot of like organizations that also are interested in and it's been kind of like a one thing leads to another leads to another. You meet another connection that connects you to this person. Um, I went to Home Depot because I wanted to build a little free pantry and thought it might be cool to see if they would be interested in donating wood to build a Mm -hmm. little free pantry Um, and happened to ask their community care coordinator, um, you know, if, if they could do something like that. And he was like, well, I don't know if I could do exactly that, but what I can do is offer you $80 discount. Um on your purchase today, if you're you know trying mm-hmm. to get supplies to help the homeless that's uh, right Wow so I wasn't there for that, but I was like, I gotta find eighty dollars worth of you know shit So I went and bought um, these big, gallon jugs for for like you know water or whatever at home depot oh your sprayers um, i saw
1: your photo with the sprayers and i was like sprayers are hella expensive how'd you get that many
2: (laughs) well so i got them donated i straight up got them for free just because i asked you know yeah uh, and the guy was interested in helping and he was like, you know, you're not with a, your nonprofit organization. Um, if you can tell me the name of a nonprofit organization, like I'll be able to help you more in the future. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, that's where I have started like looking for those, like I work with a few mm-hmm. already. Um, but so I reached out to Street Watch LA cause I saw that they were making sanitation stations for the homeless. And met a person who connected me with um, the person who ended up taking the first like batch of sanitation stations, which are just like water and like hours of soap. Um, mm-hmm. But when your first line of defense is washing your hands, like and most homeless people now don't have access to like restaurants or like the grocery store, even just to get into the bathrooms. Like that's huge. <laughs> like having a place to wash your hands. Um, the person from Street Watch LA that I gave the first batch of sanitation stations to was on the Reclaimed Homes planting squad, and they asked me if I was interested in joining that. So I had no idea what that organization was, but I know I love to garden. Um, so yeah. they connected me with the person. Um, and when I went to do my first like volunteer work with the planting squad, it was just dropping off big bags of, like, mulch for mm-hmm. these houses um, that were being reclaimed by people who were either out in their vans or, you know, at an encampment in an El Sereno. They yeah. had, uh, on March 14th, as, like, a big movement, taken over a number of houses that were owned by Caltrans um, because we've got this order to stay at home, and what do you do when you can't stay at home? But there Absolutely. are all these... Vacant homes that technically are, you know, public property. Uh, but Caltrans has been like the, the affordable yeah. housing. Like, you know, it's people are being mm-hmm. priced out of their homes legitimately. Yeah. And at a time when people are losing jobs and already like our entire like LA County is like struggling to pay rent and stuff, it's absolutely. like absolutely. So it's it's a movement and it's a brand new movement um, called reclaiming our homes. Um, but I went to drop off a bag of mulch for reclaiming one of the home with one of the people who started the movement by taking over, you know, one of these houses in El Sereno yeah. peacefully but forcefully, like and with a huge community backing them, supporting them, like to make yeah. sure that they got in the houses safely. Um, and she was scared because there have been a lot of CHP, California Highway Patrol officers. Um, in the neighborhood, sort of as an intimidation move, but also like guarding the rest of the vacant homes to see that more vacant homes don't get taken over. Mm-hmm. There's currently 13 in this one neighborhood. Um, again, if I'm rambling, you got to cut me oh, off. Or, I was right gonna say, it's, it's
1: really interesting. I was going to ask though, speaking of just asking, can you tell us about your, uh, your journey with Arby's?
2: So... Around the time I started doing the care kits for the homeless with CK, uh, I decided to run a marathon like right after, and was like, "I'm gonna do it with the homeless." And I found one, um, my friend's place that is dedicated to ending youth homelessness in LA. Um, but I thought it would be a funny bit because I've, I've, I'm a comedian, and you know, you gotta commit to the bit. And I've had an ongoing <laughs> bit with Arby's that I've like worked into my stand-up and some sketches and, you know, but fucking just being obsessed with Arby's beef and cheddars.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> so when I decided to do this marathon, I thought it would be funny to try to get sponsored by Arby's um, and ask them to, you know, help me end youth homelessness and help feed the homeless. Uh, so I was like, I'm going to do this marathon with a bag of Arby's, like a horse <laughs> and a carrot type of contraption attached to me uh, (laughs) as like motivation to get to the end. Um, And you know, tagged Arby's and a bunch of stuff and was making videos and like promoting that and trying to get people to donate to my fundraiser while simultaneously trying to get Arby's to sponsor me. Um, And it was mostly just a bit, uh, it was mostly just a bit like they didn't respond. That was last year. So this year, they finally <laughs> reached back out and were like, hey, <laughs> it's really great that, you know, you're doing all of this stuff. We don't really do sponsorships, but we'd love to send you, you know, some swag. And I was like, ah, whatever, you know, fine. <laughs> so I tried. I was like, fuck it. I'm going with Beyond Meat. Totally forgot about them, but got a box the other day from Arby's with a bunch of sick swag, including a shirt that says Beef and Cheddar Forever. <laughs> it looks like it got you know hand spray painted at the fucking mall or something.
0: It owns. I've I've se- I've seen it on your social. It owns.
2: It's fucking sick as hell, dude. They sent me uh, uh, Arby's sunglasses. They sent me uh, a black wife beater that says Arby's. And so I think most people would be like, okay, this is it. You know, it ends there. Uh, they sent me some stuff, so I win hell no i'm like okay i was about to let arby's bit die and now it's coming back with a force because now i have (laughs) arby's shirts so i can make all these videos and tag arby's and keep asking for more stuff so they sent me like these four gift cards that had like arby's fucking bucks or arby's cash or whatever curly fry cash
1: um
2: and i made some um sanitation stations and wore my Arby shirt and tagged them you know <laughs> and I went and got some uh classic roast beef sandwiches because they were having a deal yep. um and got like 10 roast beef sandwiches and took them to an encampment near Arby's and left the encampment with a bunch of Arby's sandwiches and a sanitation oh, yeah. station
1: and, and I'm like single-handedly bullying Arby's into uh <laughs> Help (laughs) me help the homeless. I'm like, even if you say that you won't, I am
2: making you do it anyway. Uh, Plus, I just think uh, it's so funny. I'm like, Arby's, you know, beef and cheddar, like, uh, uh, is that questionable? I think one of my favorite, like, Simpsons episodes from all time is, like, when they're, like, the kids get stranded on an island and they're like, oh, the twin girls are like, oh, I'm so
0: hungry, I could eat Arby's. Nice. I had Arby's about three days ago. Your I journey, did
2: yeah. too, to
1: be completely honest. If people were interested in possibly putting together homeless kits and getting people to help out in their area, what are the kind of things that go into a kit? Well, so because we're, uh, there, the care kits that
2: we normally do are a little bit different than the safety kits that I've been putting together for mm-hmm. the pandemic. Uh, so for the pandemic, uh, um, I've been trying to put a couple of pairs of disposable gloves, a bar of soap, a bottle of water, um, a snack item, which is usually like yogurt covered raisins or a packet of, um, you know, crackers with cheese or something like that, um, and then a mask. Because the biggest thing that I think people don't think about is if you're already struggling to eat and you can now not get into a place that will sell you food because you don't have a mask Mm
1: -hmm. where
2: do you think you know where do you think that people who are living on the streets are getting masks from yeah you know um what are
1: some alternate items other than the protection items that are also helpful in a kit if you were doing a more normal kit um, normally like socks is the number
2: one thing. Um, we try to, whenever I get like funds donated, I try to buy packs of new socks because a pair of socks to keep your feet warm. If it rains and your fucking feet get wet, like mm-hmm. you're miserable. Um, so stuff for food, like canned food items is honestly pretty good. Like if you can get a loaf of bread and a, um, a you know, a jar of peanut butter or jelly and leave it with like an, en- an encampment you know it might not as be sa- be as safe to like make sandwiches and hand them out unless you're like really trained in how to do that mm-hmm. safe but you can definitely hand someone like cans of food or bottles of water uh, you know
1: and mm-hmm.
2: i think the easiest travel way size to- items to- probably I, we got a lot of people donated like shampoo and conditioner bottles they got from hotel rooms and if you can throw that stuff into like a plastic bag and keep it in your car with you, like that's, I encourage anyone to do that because we all drive up to a stop and you know, sometimes there's a person sitting there with a sign that says anything helps and maybe you feel some type of way about handing them money, um, But you, you know, it's just don't
1: have any
2: or you straight up just don't have any. But if they're saying that anything helps and you've got something that really might help, it never hurts to ask. You just ask, (laughs) hey, hey,
1: do you think that you could use these items? Nine times out of
2: ten, they definitely fucking can't. Yeah,
1: the first time you guys did the kits, actually, um, I couldn't come to hand them out. But you guys gave me a few. And I actually ended up handing out all of them from my car to Right. when I was on the off ramp of the freeway. And everybody yeah. was like, This is great. Yeah, thanks.
2: Oh, I love keeping them in my car because you, tr- you truly never know. Like it you when you'll be able to like change someone's day, like legitimately turn someone's day around by going like, I took the time to think about you. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. right. When
2: maybe a and- lot of people aren't, and especially at a time like now when most people are like worried for themselves and like rightfully so because we don't know what's going to happen or when things are going to go back to normal or if they'll ever go back to normal but what you do have control over is like your attitude each day and like you know being able to show kindness to others your community like we're alone but we're all alone together
1: (laughs) speaking of the community if people wanted to, I know, so now you've been looking more into working with official charities because, you know, having that partnership and that structure can help you with your donations. What's something that you're, um, you think is a good hallmark for uh, an organization if people wanted to investigate organizations in their own communities? Um, I think, think about, because um, for me, I've been working with uh,
2: the homeless a long time, so I've kind of made that my organization, but I had a roommate who's Who is talking about, you know, being curious about uh, about domestic abuse being up now, because Mm -hmm. specifically, you know, the stay at home orders and people being in situations where they're forced to be with, you know, um, but it's just looking up who you want to help and seeing how you can help. Like if, you know, if it's women's shelters, look up, you know, women's shelters and, East LA or near you and see if they're taking donations or see if there's any way that you can help you know it's follow
1: and I volunteer organizations right now are definitely out there asking for help because it's you know we understand that you're putting yourself at risk by going out and helping people but it's a it's a value decision you need to make but if you didn't want to go out, um, there are some other great DIY humanitarianism things you can do too. You were talking, for example, about your pantry. Can you tell what is uh, that? It's like my little free library, right? Similar concept. Yeah, and so that's um, it's I saw great contactless I think, way to help.
2: I think that it was a, a something that I saw a few months back. Was uh, like it was like the Guardian or someone posted it, but it was somebody out in like Minneapolis created a little free food pantry, which is just like you were saying, it's like a little free library um, for uh, non-perishable foods, um, you know, hygiene supplies, but it's like a just, you know, take what you need, leave what you can kind of situation. Um, and there are a few that exist in LA, but they're usually like by churches or something because somebody has to run them. Um mm-hmm you have to make sure that they're staying filled and that people have access to them and you know nobody's put anything weird in there Mm -hmm. um but I was looking at trying to build one myself that's like one of the little crafts projects I've got going on um and I've I've got a sister who's like an artist and you know she has connections to people in the city who are like woodworkers and you know I think it would be really cool to have you know community built food pantry that's maybe painted up nice by like artists in the community mm-hmm. and that's a you know that's a way to be able to help people without directly putting yourself in contact with you know another person which is maybe kind Great of scary idea. right now
1: well that's cool um are there any other you know hot topics in humanitarianism that you just really want people to Know about or shout out before we wrap up? Um, Well, reclaiming our
2: homes, as I was mentioning, is this new movement that I highly encourage people to look up just to see, you know, what's going on and what they're doing. And if it's something you're interested in volunteering to help with, um, they do have people volunteer to take shifts just to watch over the houses. So that's a really, really easy way to volunteer your time without having to leave your car. You just sit in your car Mm -hmm. and kind of like, watch the houses and make sure the CHP doesn't do anything shady. They're not supposed to do. Housing is a human right is their slogan. And so, um, you know, you, I'd like to give you guys a shout out again, because you offered to your mom is making masks, right?
1: Yeah. She made them. They're sitting here in my living room. I'm going to bring them to you tomorrow. We'll talk about that after we're done recording.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Well, so I'm going to, I've made some signs for the reclaimers
1: is a human right
2: because um, you know they've from the inside community they've got a few neighbors mm-hmm. that have organized against them and you know put up no squatting signs so they're ugly like white kind of like you know negative signs and I think it'd be nice for anyone who wants them to have houses a human right and color so I'll give you some if you want them no pressure
1: <laughs> we just live in a building where our courtyard is inside the building nobody would see them yeah,
2: so, yeah, don't take them, but hey, uh, I'll take those masks from you and give some to the reclaimers, and some to, I'll put some in care kits and give them out, and I think that's really fucking cool of your mom to, you know, use her downtime to make masks for people. That's fucking awesome.
1: Well, well I'm sure she'll hear this, so thanks, Mom. Cool. She listens thanks, to our mom. podcast, even though um,
0: We probably swear. not
1: for her, but she's very supportive. Aww. All right. Well, thank you so much, Erin, for coming on the show. Uh, if people wanted to find more Aaron Bounds content online or if there's anything else you want to plug personally, now is your moment to tell us. Uh, you can follow my
2: Instagram because I do post a lot of the projects that I'm working on. And whenever people like uh, donate money or supplies or whatever, I'm like shouting them out and putting it in my stories so that, you know, You can see kind of everything I've been doing and where it's going and if you're helping, how to help and what you can do on your own just for ideas. But it's Bouncy B-O-U-N-D-S-Y-Y-Y.
1: Nice. Yeah. (laughs) Thank you for having me. Thank you.
0: I can be found, as always, at Hell Yes Brandon on all of the internet-y things. Uh, Since last we spoke, I have a SoundCloud now. Because uh, I'm doing a lot of music work these days. So you can find me on there at Hell yes Brandon. I'm in a band now called Inkblot. We've got some uh, demos on SoundCloud and YouTube. Uh, and some live sets on YouTube that I think are a, a pretty good uh, example of how we sound. Um, And I've got a song in Joey Cliff's uh, 50 States project. Where he finished Sufjan Stevens' uh, Aborted I'm Gonna Do an Album for Every State project. Um, I've got a track on the Texas EP uh, with our friend Will Morgan, also at Detention, which is maybe the single dumbest thing I've ever been involved with. So you can check that out over there. Oh, hell yeah. That in project and it's called... Oh, it's called Deep in the Fart of Texas.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. And I spent uh, nearly our... an hour of my life of arranging farts based on musicality and sound quality.
1: Of course you hey, It's
2: not like we've got anything better to do, so. yeah. Nope.
1: All right, you guys can find me uh, uh, just about everywhere at this is different at B scores uh, B E E like the insect scores like you scored a goal with an underscore at the end because somebody already had it on Twitter and I refuse to make Twitter and Instagram not match. The easier way to find me would be to follow the Intuit Pod hashtag on Instagram because all of our pictures go up on my account. You can also follow the show at, at @IntuitPod on Twitter and you can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash intuitpod. Um also as we keep going through these if you like what you hear if you wanted to leave us a review on any platform it really does help us and I know that sounds stupid and podcasty but hey we haven't done this in two years so there you go. I'm gonna say it just the once <laughs> and uh once again For the first time, again, thank you to Kaelin West and Tiny Stills for the use of our theme song. Starting Over is a lot like giving up off the album. Falling is like flying. Um, She's a rad musician. She's still putting stuff out. She unfortunately had a tour canceled, just like the rest of us had our lives canceled. Uh, But you can go check out her music online. and She's got some cool merch, and she's on Patreon. Go check it out um that is all i got thank you so much for coming on with us aaron and um thank you for the work you're doing
0: in our community bouncy bouncy
1: bouncy i'm just
0: kidding (laughs)
2: yeah
0: so uh all of that being said signing off as we always do kiss your dad square on the lips wait no um podcast over